This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. Advocates for action on family violence are concerned that the COVID-19 pandemic has become a desperate time for women experiencing family violence who are dependents of temporary visa holders with their ordeal compounded by barriers in accessing social services due to their visa status. In normal times, three in ten women aged 15 and above will have experienced physical or sexual violence in Australia, according to the Australian Bureau of Statistics. However, the overwhelming stress families experience from COVID-19 lockdowns have resulted in a spike in calls for help from victims of family violence, according to Mikkel Morris, who heads Victoria-based InTouch Multicultural Centre Against Family Violence. She says the organisation's bilingual case managers and immigration lawyers have been busy providing remote support to more women than usual. Because of the sudden change in employment status for so many people. Women on temporary visas lost their jobs, but they're not eligible for Centrelink and they're not eligible for a lot of stimulus packages that the federal government introduced. And so we've got a bunch of women who are experiencing family violence who are in high need. They don't have access to income and they're currently now in fear for their own safety, but fear of where they're going to get money for food and where they're going to get money to pay for the roof over their head. Dr. Ruchita Ruchita, a case manager at InTouch, says women of refugee and migrant backgrounds are reluctant to seek help due to shame and stigma. She is concerned that many victims are unable to return to their native country because of limited financial means, border closures and fear of being ostracised from their home community. Dr. Ruchita says a client escaped family violence with her three children only to later return to her abuser due to limited financial means to provide for her children. I think she has compromised on her safety, but she wasn't left with any choice. As the only Australian multicultural support agency for family violence with an on-site legal centre, approximately 40% of in-touch clients were on temporary visas in 2018 to 2019. Morris says InTouch has noticed a new pattern in perpetrators using COVID-19 as a weapon against vulnerable women with low English proficiency who are only able to access information from their abusers during the lockdown. So that brings on a lot of need and a lot of anxiety from the individual woman who is just not feeling safe anywhere and anyhow from the physical and emotional and psychological threats previously, but the virus has added that extra layer. Morris says the definition of family violence has widened since the Royal Commission into Family Violence in Victoria, now including behaviours other than physical abuse from the victim's spouse or family members. If a woman is experiencing feelings of unsafety, for whatever reason, there's emotional, there's financial, there's psychological, there's sexual, as well as physical. If they're feeling threatened for their lives or their children's lives, it means they're experiencing family violence and they can seek help. Immigration lawyer Nilesh Nandan says a victim on temporary visa who decides to leave a violent relationship will need two pieces of supporting evidence by a social worker, GP, psychologist or the police to get out of their dependent visa status and cutting ties with the abuser. Certainly one thing is for them to go back and that's difficult because of the lockdown laws of our country and and the destination country. They need to advise immigration in terms of what the 
change of circumstances are if their relationship has ended. And of course, if they're in a family violence situation, they need to get out of that situation and become safe and to go to a refuge centre and speak to their GP and to start that conversation immediately. The federal government has designated $150 million to support victims experiencing domestic, family and sexual violence during coronavirus. Morris says many women on temporary visas have limited working rights and are ineligible to access basic health, community or social services due to their visa status. In response to the health crisis, InTouch has teamed up with Melbourne social enterprise Sibling by Kinfolk to deliver emergency food relief for its most vulnerable clients. When the lockdown happened for COVID, we had a lot of clients who worked in the gig economy. So they were waitresses at restaurants or they were working in beauty salons and those were the places that shut down overnight and that is why these women's needs are so high. Tracy, not her real name, escaped a violent stalker in her home country to start a new life in Australia. She fell in love with a fellow European on a temporary work visa and became a dependent on his visa. The relationship fell apart nearly two years ago when Tracy's former partner became a drug dealer. Things took a sharp downturn after Tracy left that relationship. He kept texting me all the time. He wished I was dead. And he's going to punch me in the face if you see me. Tracy's not alone. The Australian Bureau of Statistics report that one in four women have experienced emotional abuse by a current or former partner since the age of 15. The mental stress Tracy endured for nearly two years caused her tremendous fear and anxiety. She works as a carer for vulnerable and disabled children in the Northern Territory, where workers with her skills are hard to find. Despite five years on the job, her employer is unable to sponsor Tracy with a work visa. I've set up a whole new life. I've worked hard with these children because they're a government non-profit agency. They said it was too expensive to sponsor me. This means Tracy remains a dependent on her abusive ex-partner's visa and cannot block him completely. He's still selling drugs. He will probably get his visa, which is very unfair. There's nothing I can do to get myself out of this horrible situation. Nandan says because Tracy was the partner of a foreigner, her only option is to apply for a visa on her own. He says many women on temporary visas are caught in similar predicaments after leaving their abusive partners and once a victim reports a family violence, other than independent criminal action against the offender, there is no immigration relief for victims if their partner is a temporary visa holder. It's extremely common. It gives the offending party in that relationship extreme unconscionable leverage. In 2015-2016, 529 women on temporary partner visas applied for family violence provisions to gain permanent residency. Over 70% were successful. On the other hand, Nandan is concerned that there is no safety net for victims on a dependent visa as the Migration Act prioritises partner visa applicants. Dependent means they have got no pathway to permanent residency. They've got to jump off that visa, get onto another visa for which they might not be eligible or they must return. And that's particularly earth-shattering for temporary visa-holding women in Australia. Women on temporary visas have limited options, according to Nandan, as applying for a different visa brings new problems. A student visa means that they've got to be a genuine student and they've got to come up with the money to be able to enroll, or in the case where they've got to become the principal applicant in terms of a work visa, they've got to find an employer that's prepared to sponsor them. And that's really, really difficult at the best of times, particularly so in terms of COVID-19 times. 
He says, out of desperation, many victims on dependent visas end up making other visa applications with no prospects of success. When they do that, it's problematic, not just for themselves, because at the end of the day, they won't get a visa grant, but also for everybody else in Australia who is making applications and who are having their applications delayed because there's such an avalanche of applications being made without prospects and clogs up the tribunals and it clogs up the courts. Morris says InTouch is calling for the government to allow all women who experience family violence in Australia to access safety and support services irrespective of their visa status. She urges victims to seek help, even if a situation may seem hopeless. And I understand how difficult it is, particularly if you're stuck at home with the perpetrator. But if you can contact our service or Safe Steps or 1800 Respect, tell us when it's safe for us to call you and how it's safe to call you. That's the first step and we'll start moving forward from there. For more information on InTouch, visit intouch.org.au or call their toll-free number on 1800 755 988 Monday to Friday between 9am to 5pm if you live in Victoria. For nationwide support, contact 1800 RESPECT, the National Sexual Assault, Family and Domestic Violence Counselling Line on 1800 737 732 anytime. If you are feeling distressed and need emotional support, call the Beyond Blue Coronavirus Mental Wellbeing Support Service on 1800 512 348 or Lifeline on 13 11 14 any time of the day and night. For women's health-related information in your language, contact the Multicultural Centre for Women's Health on its toll-free number 1800 656 421 between 10am to 4pm. If you need language support, call 13 14 50 for an interpreter and ask to be connected to your preferred support organisation. Call 000 immediately if your life is in danger. The feature on women on temporary visas experiencing family violence was prepared by Amy Chen Yu Wong and for SBS, I'm Margarita Vasileva. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio.